talk real bad. <laughs> That's the best impression I can. I want a hot dog real bad. <laughs> You're like the Fourth of July. What is that? I don't know. Hello. Hi, guys. That sounded like ASMR, though. No, I was just thinking, like, we should do an episode, like, ASMR style. But we could talk about, like, our day or something. And <laughs> so They always do, like... Mmm, <laughs> tasty. Mmm, glizzy. What's Lizzie? Lizzie is a hot dog or a gun. Right? Oh. Right? Don't look at me. I'm not Gen <laughs> Z. Okay. Anyway, we should probably Hello. get on with this. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to High Table Talk. Hi. Oh, we sounded alike. Did we? Yeah. Hi. I'm going to sound like this from now on. Someone told me uh-huh. that... You have a higher lilt in your voice, like mm-hmm. a higher pitch. Because I'm so, soprano and you're alto? Yeah. I'm a tenor, because I'm a ten. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is Megan. This is Paula. Welcome to High Table Talk. Welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Atapola? We're, we have a lot. that we want to talk about um, and we hope that we can talk about each thing in a cohesive (laughs) uh, simple but like also straight to the point alright so straight to the point what are we talking about (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we are talking about spirituality and what that looks like for us in our lives Sure, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, what is spirituality? So, spirituality. Um, I do have a definition. going to say, according to Google, that I liked when I was says, doing some research. Spirituality mm-hmm. involves the recognition of a feeling or a sense of belief that there is something greater than myself, something more to being human than sensory experience, and that the greater whole of which we are part of is cosmic or divine in nature. Mm. So do you think you have to be religious in order to be spiritual? No. So they're two separate things, Mm -hmm. religion and spirituality. Yeah. I feel like they're closely intertwined, but not necessarily like... The same. So spirituality, it can mean to seek out or search for personal growth, religious experience, belief in a supernatural realm or afterlife, or to make sense of one's own inner dimension. Ooh, I like that inner, right? Because it doesn't necessarily Mm -hmm. mean, you know, what's out there. It's, you know, how does it pertain to me, Mm -hmm. right? What is happening internally, like... There's that whole debate, like, are, are we souls in a body, or, mm-hmm. like, what makes up our subconscious, mm-hmm. right? And I like this one, too. It was like, what are spiritual beliefs? Blah, 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 blah. 
um, related to an existential perspective on life, death, and the nature of reality. So it really mm. is just like, I really like that because it's mm -hmm. talking about life, which is what we're living, death, and that's kind of like, well, do you believe there's an afterlife? Do you mm -hmm. believe our souls go to someplace else if you believe in souls? Mm -hmm. Or do you believe that everything just stops? But yeah. I think just even thinking about like what you believe, what happens after you die, is your own belief in spirituality, mm -hmm. right? And then yeah. again, just like our own existence. What is the purpose of our existence? That's pretty yep. spiritual in itself because that has to do with ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, I also read somewhere that, um, that says, the shamans, healers, sages, and wisdom keepers of all times, all continents, and all peoples in their ageless wisdom say that human spirituality is composed of three aspects. Relationships, values, and life purpose, hmm. which is interesting. Wait, sorry, say that again. It's uh, relationships, values, values, and life purpose. That's the one I meant, values. So I feel like um, spirituality can mean uh, differently for different people. Yeah. So if a person identifies with a specific religious organization that's their spirituality yeah or for me I've always seen it as a relationship with the divine so I'm going to be a little bit more out there now <laughs> so do it bear with me um I'm not even that high yet I don't think <laughs> well so for me, spirituality has always been this like inner knowing that there is a higher power that has created all things and is like giving me purpose um, that I didn't just like appear out of nowhere. Like I came from something. I just, I don't know what that looks like, who that is, what that is. I just know that I came and when I'm talking about that I came from some place, I'm talking about, like, my soul. Because mm -hmm. I am a big believer that uh, we are souls inhabiting this human body, which mm -hmm. is the vessel. Because, you know, our human body is just flesh. Yeah. When we die, it just, it rots and it goes back to, mm. to earth. Yeah. I mean, you know. I know. It's just like it rots. Or like, or if, you know, if you want to be cremated, then you, you get burned and then it's ash. When I die, can you cremate me and turn me into a tree? Sure. Nice. I think, isn't there like um, a new thing uh, where you can like be planted or as a new tree? Just kidding. That's cannibalism. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, I will not eat you. That's no. weird. Well, <laughs> no. Mm. I want to become a tree. Yes. I want to be a I tree. Love that. I love that. Um, so turn me into a tree. Yeah. Is it weird to say that I would, I would want to be cremated because I don't want to think of my dying body being rotted and eaten alive I by bugs? I am literally now thinking of my dad's <laughs> dead body. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Paul. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's fucking rolling I'm in his sorry. grave, except he can't because I'm he's sorry. been eaten by dead bugs. And um, he's can I tell you something? And it's he's probably just my, all bones now. Wait, wait, wait. can I tell you something? My dad never wanted to be cremated. We just cremated him so that people wouldn't be scared to come to the wake. <laughs> Isn't that like so crazy? I, I shouldn't laugh at it because my dad died because of COVID complications. <sighs> um, man, life is fucked up. Yeah. We're fucked up. But, like, look at us. Growth. We're talking about our dead dads, and we're not crying yet. <laughs> the eye contact. The eye contact and the pause. Um, let's, let's relax. But anyway, we're going back to yet. spirituality. Right. Yeah. So, for me, spirituality is this inner knowing that life, for me, started with a higher power giving me life and and putting me in this body allowing me to live in this earth dimension and and this higher power has given me purpose to live my life mm-hmm. and i believe that my life purpose is to one live my life to the fullest nice and what that means for me is um, giving back to the world, being a light worker and being kind to others and mm-hmm. um, being a good human being, like spreading positivity, light, love yeah, in small ways and big ways, um, not, just, not just like doing the nine to five and then like keeping to myself, you know, yeah. like l- really living my life. Yeah. And being intentional with it. Hmm. I like that. I feel like intention is a really, really big part about spirituality. Mm. Just constantly having the intention to act on certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, depending on what you think your purpose in life is, right? Because yeah. there's this whole, like, that was the big existential question growing up, right? During Y2K and then 2012, when the world was apparently ending, like, what's the point of life? Why do we exist, right? And I feel like once you figure that out, really, it's just a matter of, like, following through with it. And everyone's purpose is different. Our point of life for everybody is different. Can't be the same. Yeah. Because then what? Like, mm-hmm. people are doing the same fucking thing. Yeah, communism. Anyway, what about you? What is spirituality uh, for you? What is what is that? I have. Uh, uh, what is spirituality for me? I'm still figuring that out. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it changes, like the seasons, depending on where I am in my life, and I think it's okay for it to change. I think it's okay for your opinions to grow um, as you continue to grow. Essentially, I feel like spirituality at its core for me is, like, my relationship with the present, the past, the future, and life and death, right? Mm -hmm. So, again, um, like, what is your life's purpose? I don't fucking know. I don't know what my life's purpose is. Um, I'm just trying to exist and heal. Um, Mm. What happens after death? I also believe that we are souls that come from someplace mm-hmm. because I like ugh, 
because I have such an interesting relationship with science. I'm so fascinated by science as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of where the whole struggle is like, well, where does your conscience, subconscious mind and your thoughts come from, right? The brain is this, this one big, beautiful mystery. Mm-hmm. But where do all of these thoughts, the theoretical id and ego and super ego mm-hmm. come from, right? It has yeah. to come from somewhere. Yeah. So where is that? Uh, I think that's part of our soul. Um, and I think that changes depending on the environments that we grow up in, um, the, like you said, the vessel that we exist or inhabit and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, shit, I'm high. Hey. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you yeah. think it requires faith to have spirituality? Faith in what? In anything. Like, if, do you believe in, okay, do you agree that you can't have spirituality without faith? Yes. And the reason why I say this is because, based on the original definition I gave of spirituality, right, you believe that there is some greater divine out there, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you believe in it. Yeah. That's what you believe in. And if you believe in that, the universe, I call it the universe, mm-hmm. um, if you believe in that creator divine, you're putting your faith in that intangible being. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're putting your faith in that your life is in their hands. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that happens happens for a reason. Yeah. Which brings up the question, do you believe in free will? Yes. But if we have free will, Mm-hmm. then how do you explain these greater beings having everything planned out for us? Mm. Do you believe that the universe has a plan for us? Uh, yes, there is a plan, but that plan is a contract that we agreed to before we came to Earth, is what I believe. So what does that mean? Exactly. Like, what is this contract? What's on it? What happens if you break it? Um, it's more... Okay, so... How do I... Right before... So this is just what I believe. Um, right before you come to Earth... And this is from the teachings of um, Dolores Cannon. I discovered her a while back, and she is just such a fantastic, insightful, spiritual human being. Um, And basically, she teaches how right before we come to Earth, we are a soul, and we have, like, some sort of meeting with the, I guess, elders, you can call them, spiritual higher power beings elders, where you come together and you create up a contract where you agree to, I'm going to be this person in this body, and I'm going to live this life, and this is going to be my purpose. And however long it takes to get to that end goal um, will be your life. Hmm. And it's not so much if you break the contract. It's, it's not so much that. Um, it's just more about, like, like it's, 
set out for you, but you have the free will to make the choices in so life. It's like a choose your own adventure. Yes, it's it's kind of like when you think about you create a family in Sims. Yeah, but you don't control them. You just let them have free reign, but you have their aspirations. Are they going to follow through with it based on their personality yeah. and all of that? Yes. And the reason why I was like, it's like a choose your own adventure because mm-hmm. that's a book, right? Mm-hmm. A choose your own adventure is a book. It has a beginning. It has several different ends, yeah. but it's a book. And once the book ends, it's, it's done, right? Yeah. But you can choose so many different ways to get there. Yeah. And you're faced with decisions that you need to make. There are constant forks in the road and you mm-hmm. have to choose which way you want to go. But you're still going to reach either end A, end B, end C. Yeah. And I I truly believe that, you know, I also believe in spirit guides and angels. And I believe that we have a a spiritual team, if you want to call it, literally riding behind us, Mm -hmm. with us at all times. They can't interfere unless we give them consent to help us. Yeah. Yeah. So, Interesting. so even like, okay, so let's say I'm having a hard time finding a job, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, um, God, spirit, angels, guides, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I really need help finding a job. Like I'm desperate. I need to find good work. And so they can't necessarily just give it to you like that. Like you have to put in work too. So yeah. like having the faith, believing it praying it, and then speaking it into existence, and then doing it. But they're going to help so guide it's you. It's like they plant the seed. You just have to water it and give it yeah. the sun and care and, like, what yeah. it needs. Yeah. And huh. they're, they're, like, your, they're your guides. So exactly, going back to that question about faith, yeah, absolutely, you need to have faith in order to, mm-hmm. like, they're, they're very, you know, you can't have one without the other. Yeah. And I think, um, I think there's... Uh, a lot of people out there who are very logical mm-hmm. thinkers, so it's harder to grasp the concept of just having faith and and then being spiritual about it. Like it's very like. Uh... But I mean, I understand those people too. Mm-hmm. It's very very hard to have yeah. faith in anything when you're faced with certain situations yeah. and circumstances that make you lose faith. Mm-hmm. Like it makes you lose yeah. faith in people. And if you lose your faith in people, you're not going to have any faith that there's anybody out there that's helping anybody. Yeah. Right? Like that's yeah. a, I get why it's such a tough um, concept to grasp. Right? Also, if it, it's like when something's intangible, like that's hard to understand it's very very abstract and i think that's why it's important that there are people who are the non-logical thinkers that are in the mix Mm -hmm. because they can help influence or or guide or uplift um like the logic positivity yeah because then they can share ideas and they can like teach each other Something. For sure. I think, I mean, that's what we always go back to, right? Like mm-hmm. the whole growing and learning. I think it's important to have all kinds of different people um, to explore all of these ideas um, and explore all of these different beliefs. You know, as long as you're not being racist, homophobic, sexist, misogynist, mm-hmm. etc. Because 
those those kinds of beliefs I honestly don't want to get into and mm-hmm. because it's just not something I feel comfortable like just protecting because no mm-hmm. um but I feel like when it comes to things like spirituality or creativity mm-hmm. um things like that you know things that require more emotion mm-hmm. Um, and things that are more abstract, mm-hmm. I think those are important to get into, like, intelligent exchanges. Yeah. With, yeah. Right? Because it's a great way to learn about other people. Not mm-hmm. even not even about, like, oh, what is spirituality? Like, I, I just think it's a great way to get to know other people and where their head is at and, like, their mm-hmm. own ideas and what makes them think or what makes them continue living yeah because like when I think about it I feel like it's the 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 dynamic of like Winnie the Pooh and Donkey right Donkey's always sad and Winnie the Mm -hmm. Pooh is very like Eeyore and cheerful Eeyore oh they call him Donkey (laughs) (laughs) he is a donkey but I was like Eeyore and Donkey Donkey's from Shrek my guy (laughs) Okay, okay. We need a poo and Eeyore. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Well, you know. Th- that's what I mean to say, like, that dynamic. Like, it's good to yeah. have that dynamic because I feel like uh, as long as they're both open. Yeah. I should, yeah, yeah, I should yeah. add that because there are people who just like to debate on things and then it just doesn't get anywhere yes. and then it just leaves people heated. Yeah. Or defeated. Because they like to stir the pot. Yeah. So anyway, Winnie the Pooh is like the... It's, it's basically... There's a book called The Tao of Pooh. Um, and it's about how Winnie the Pooh actually follows like Taoism. Oh. Yeah. That's why, you know, Pooh is very like positive, easygoing. He's always at peace. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um... I'm also a big believer in that the whole purpose of us being here on Earth is to learn things. Yep. And because Earth is a school. And a shitty school. (laughs) Yeah. It's actually um, one of the most dense. That's why the aliens don't want to fuck us. Well. Because we're stupid. And they're like, I don't want to procreate with these dumbasses. I don't know. I didn't actually read anything about the alien shit. But, like, after you told me they don't fuck, I'm like... Well, according to NASA, aliens are unfuckable. But I think the government just wants to say that. So, so that, that fuck them? So that people can stop making jokes about, I want to be the first human to date an alien because all the men here suck. <laughs> Trend. Anyway. Wait, I'm, um, I still don't get how they're unfuckable. I... I didn't read the article. I just yeah. saw the title, man. And I was just like, is, is this fucking for real? Like, I want to... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Megan, you don't need an alien. And honestly, aliens have been around for so long. Who knows? Maybe I have fucked an alien. <gasps> <laughs> Can I tell you about a vivid dream that I had one time? Did you fuck an alien? No. no. Although, oh, I... Not an alien, but a... Oh, ghost? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, Sorry. you told me about that. Sorry, wait. Ghost fucker. Wait. Oh, 
can we not digress? I don't know if I want to keep that in. <laughs> um, okay, I've had weirder dreams. Okay, so I had a dream where I woke up, but I wasn't in my room, and I was like hazy, like someone drugged me. Oh. And um, I just remember it being dark, but there was like red light that I could see. And like something was attached to my neck. Oh. And and I like took it out and then I felt like a big hole in my neck. And then and then I don't remember what happened and then I don't remember seeing anything or anyone, but I know that I didn't feel like I was by myself. Like there was something there. I couldn't see it, couldn't were you sore the next day? Um I just remember waking up like my heart was pounding. And I was so confused. So maybe in a parallel universe, you got fucked by an alien. In, in the universe. I don't think I was fucked. I think I was being experimented on, is oh. what I'm saying. My guy. Oh. <laughs> if if, if uh, I was being fucked, I would have uh, felt it down there. But that's no. That's what I was saying. Like, were you I, sore? I don't know. No, I wasn't sore. I just felt so confused. I was so, like... Was that a dream? Like, why I'm did I remember you, every single detail? It's subconscious. So weird. You parallel dream jumped into a universe where aliens have made contact oh, I with also, humans. I also had a dream one time that I was in a foreign country and I was speaking their language, but I didn't know how I knew to speak the language, but I was. See? Parallel universe. So crazy. We'll talk about... That's what I want to cover next time. My conspiracy theory is parallel universes and dream okay. jumping. That's, I'll talk that's more about aliens <laughs> with, with that episode. Um, going back to spirituality. Yeah. Um, with spirituality, right, there's different types of religious organizations. Yeah. Um, I, we both grew up doing that stuff, but we were just kids. Like, we didn't really have a choice in the matter. And for me, it wasn't until, like, I was no longer living with my parents that I really got to um, explore my faith. Mm -hmm. And I found something that works for me. Yeah. And I'm sticking with it. Yeah. And it... For me, it makes sense. Like, even even if there's no tangible uh, evidence, and maybe it is a, a, just a pseudoscience, who, who really fucking knows until the end of times, right? Um, I really believe in it. Yeah. And I find it so, like, mystical and magical and powerful and just everything divine. It's just it's yeah. so beautiful. Um that I I think it, it all worked out yeah. the way that it should because because yep. <laughs> uh, the the foundation was there. Like yeah. I've always believed in a higher in something power and I and I do believe in God. Um I do believe that God is source, mm-hmm. which is like this like almighty white light type being like what what we know as the god right quotes you were quoting yeah your fingers. <laughs> so 
but in the spiritual community that I'm part of, it's it's source. Source is like like right there. Like he <laughs> this is the one times I wish we had a video. <laughs> um You're just like <laughs> So source. Source is the God that I'm referring to. Mm-hmm. It is universe. It is um, the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. It is who created me. Um, it is where I come from, where my soul come, comes from. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's my take on spirituality. Um, Mine is like, oh. See, I never had that. Like, yeah, we were raised the one thing, but I, that was diminished very, very, very quickly, very, very young. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, I still, I still believed in something, but I just didn't like clinging to this idea that I grew up with because I resented it so much. I did not connect with it at all in any capacity. And the more it was forced upon me, the more I resented it. So I just knew, like, this is, this, if, if it was something that I felt comfortable with, I would feel comfortable with it but I'm not, and mm. it just turned me away to so many things. But I definitely connected a lot more when dad was diagnosed, um, mm. just like spirituality in general. Not so much as like, um, I believe in this or that. It was more like just guidance through life because life was fucking hard. Um and I did eventually get into tarot reading because I thought it was a cute little hobby and I wanted to see how legit it was. And it's it's still fun. I still call it a hobby, but it's, I'm definitely more into it than I was before. Mm-hmm. Um, like incorporating the spiritual stuff. I don't want to say I don't believe in the source or what you call it, mm-hmm. but I do believe we all come from the earth. I think we come from like not literally like this earth, like capital E earth. Like I think we come from the same, like, ground that we exist on. So, like, whatever Mm. planet, whatever universe you're in, or what have you, um, you come from that same... So, physics, right? We talked about this. Everything is made of matter. Mm -hmm. All matter is made of atoms. Mm -hmm. I think we're all made up of the same fucking thing. Mm. I'm the same... I'm, I'm made of the same fucking thing that this bed comforter, like, the linen came from, like, we all came from the same place. Mm. Um, And the only difference is that we have a conscience, and we are free will agents of our own lives, but I do still believe that, like, you know, even whatever thing that created us, like, that's made of atoms, too. It's just made of more atoms Mm. and more matter and a bigger subconscious than we do you know mm-hmm. the, like the all-knowing all-being and I don't think there's just one mm-hmm. I think it's a collective interesting which is why I feel like so connected to like crystals because it comes from the ground like that is literally coming from the earth yeah I do feel like it has some healing um properties it's like oh, the yeah, same as does. going into like one of those Korean spas and you go into the spa that's literally made of I don't know, fucking quartz or clay. Like, Mm -hmm. all of that comes from the ground. And all of those have been known before even, like, modern medicine was a thing. We were using herbs and shit from the the ground, you know? Mm -hmm. It all comes full circle. That's that's where I'm getting at. No, 100%. I believe that our, where we come from is 
made up of the same thing as um, a rock. Yeah. And the crystals that we like to wear on our Eye-rock. bodies. I mean, it, it would make sense that that it can heal us because we have those same properties in us. And um, so going back to source, source has no gender. Source is just this like thing, big ball of white, white light energy. And it's, it's pure unconditional love. I like that. And everyone that is alive has a part of source in them. Yeah. But at the same time, our soul also has its own uniqueness to it. That's why everyone is different. Yeah. And everyone looks different. And everyone behaves differently. Yeah. Um, uh, but I also do believe that um, we've lived many lives. Oh, yeah. Where over time our DNA has, you know, uh, memories from those lives. But then there's also new souls. That that are like completely like starting fresh, like fresh babies, like fresh baby souls. And usually, it's the new souls that come to Earth that are the unevolved astrological signs. Oh wow, (laughs) wow, that's crazy. Also, that's a great segue. But like, wow, yeah, that's why there's a term. There's a term, old soul. Because they've lived so many lives, they're an old soul. That's why they behave the way they do. Oh, man. Wow. Imagine Um, if you knew this shit, like, way back then, and you can sense, oh, you're a new soul. (laughs) And just, like, ick. Walk away. Bitch. Oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, This is just the theory that I heard in passing. No, I'm sticking with it because it works for me. What I'm about to say. What I'm I'm about to say is just like a theory in passing that I heard that apparently the lighter eyes you have, the more new a soul you are and the darker eyes that you have, you're an old soul, but not necessarily. No, I I don't believe in that. No. I, uh, I know a few people that have dark eyes that pretty unevolved to me yep. <laughs> think we're um and i never mind i'm not gonna say that that's gonna out me and embarrass me oh my god um so the going back to energy right yes, thank you so energy uh, i think by definition is um to be able to do work is energy yeah and then there's different types of energy so there's like light yeah, like, energy oh, heat yeah. energy um, mechanical energy yeah so we are the matter right and then our energy is the what what <laughs> what because like wh- so i'm always talking about like oh that person's energy sucks but like in their like, vibe like when i'm thinking about it though like what do i i what what do I actually mean? Oh my god, wait, it you just know what I mean? to me. So your vibe, your vibration. Your vibration. Yo, yeah, you know, like good vibration. No. 
No. The song. No. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. So, you know, when you tell, you tell me, like, oh, I'm not feeling their energy, you're telling me you're not feeling someone's vibe. Vibe. But then why do we use the word energy? It's millennial slang or Gen Z slang. I don't know. Because I've heard, I've heard Dolores say it too where... Um, your energy is just not right today. Like... Because like that is your vibe. Like the vibe you're giving off, the energy you're giving off, it's like the same thing. So, so there's a book that she wrote where she talked about different frequencies yeah um where it's the concept of air quotes heaven air quotes hell so so the air quotes heaven is like that high frequency dimension that people people's souls go go to when they die Mm -hmm. um and but they're not in a physical form they're just literally a ball of energy yeah but if energy's definition is the ability to do work, what does she mean? <laughs> Dolores! Um, Dolores! Are we going to hold a seance? Is she dead? Yeah. Dolores! Stop it! Um, um, I no, think maybe, I, like... Because when I think of energy, I also think of someone's aura. and So like, when I'm thinking of energy... The light they... And the ability to do work. Right? It's kind of like, well, if you want to raise your vibration, you're going to put in the fucking work. Mm. I'm pulling that so out of my ass right now. It's leaking. Like, I don't know where that fucking came from. But that's like... Because you were calling Dolores, that's why. I know. Oh, my God. Dolores gave me diarrhea. Thank you, Mommy. She's Mommy. Because she she just came to my head. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing with my hand. Because <laughs> you pulled it out of your ass. You Thanks, said. Dolores. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so, like, going back to, like, vibrations, right? Because we're made of matter, everything has a vibrational frequency, right? Mm-hmm. We all um, resonate at a different frequency. That's our harmonic and whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Go take a speech therapist class. Like, sounds and things. Yes. Right? So yes. That all of our atoms are also doing work and they're creating this light energy, mm-hmm. which is probably different from like actual physics light energy. And, and that's what gives us our aura. When you think about it, uh, we consume things, right? Yeah. Because in order for a car to keep running, you gotta fu- put fuel in it, you gotta mm-hmm. put gas, right? Electricity. So, just like that, we, the humans, um, I like that you have to clarify that we, the humans. <laughs> you so, know, so our previous, um, our previous, what are they called? Guest stars were not the humans. They were <laughs> AI. AI and um, aliens. Where was I going with this? I don't know. We, the humans. So, us as humans, we need to feed our bodies, right? To give yeah. it the energy to do the work. Yeah. To stay vibrating high, right? Sure. Now, if we consume only bad shit, what do you think is going to happen? Your vibration's going to drop? Yes. Wow, big brain. And um, there's a reason why they call it alcohol, wine, and spirits or whatever. 
because there are dead people inside of the alcohol. No, <laughs> it's because That's alcohol is made up of properties that are not good for us. Alcohol has the percentage of proof. That's the percentage. <laughs> oh my god! Proof that goes like this. Cause like I'm so hungry. <laughs> You're hungry? Bitch, I haven't eaten. Oh, I thought you had dinner. No, because I have to cook, and that's, like, oh, a lot of work. We're just going to do a high kitchen. It's fine. Okay. Cool. Um, so, like, when you think about, like, what you're consuming and then how you're feeling afterwards and how it makes you behave, how it influences you. The decisions like, you make when you're belligerently drunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me. Friday night. Yeah. You took one for the team. Thank you, Mommy. You're Mommy. <sighs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's the same thing, too. Like, we ingested an edible, and it's going to make us act a certain way. But I think because it came from Earth, it's opening up another percentage of our brain. So we're able to connect with spirit more. Alcohol. Same thing with, like, mushrooms. Alcohol comes from the Earth, though, too. It's fermented plants. But isn't it, like, rotten It's fermented, not necessarily rotten. But how? What happens when it gets fermented? Does isn't it, it like essentially? Isn't it like gas? Yeah. Oh. So it's it's like it it was something good that they had to wait for it to like rot so that it can excrete whatever spirit makes it other the bad spirit. Because when you taste alcohol, it doesn't even taste good, but we're forcing it down our body, and then we're. We're concealing it with sugary things to make it taste good, and we keep drinking it. And the next thing you know, you're acting a fool, starting fights and stirring the pot. And blowing someone's dick on the side of your house. Who's that? Couldn't be me. Couldn't be you. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Sogging. You little. You know, I'm going to let that slide because you're hungry that was so funny when you were like couldn't be you it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't me anyway i was a good girl this weekend you were being bad for somebody <laughs> <laughs> bitch touche fogging touche <laughs> anyway um thank you daddy Or did you mean... <laughs> um, so yeah, when you think about it, when you're consuming things that are bad, it's going to only lower your vibration. So that's why it's encouraged to eat healthy and to have healthy habits like going on a walk, running but on the treadmill, lifting not, weights, if not, listening to you know high vibration music, if shaking not your ass. If not good to eat, then why look good to eat? It's an Oh my god, that's so oh um confirmation. I think as long as we continue vibrating at a higher frequency, <laughs> we can attract other people who are yes. of higher frequency. That was me vibrating before. And um when that happens, you create a community. A community of 
light workers. I like to call them light workers because they are encouraging, kind. Do you think I'm a light worker? Yeah. Nice. Cool. On days that you don't have like oh. <laughs> like heavy anxiety. Oh, yeah. Um, so not today. But I think that's the beauty of life here on Earth is it's not just a one-dimensional thing. Like, we have the free will to feel how we feel, to experience many things, and see the world um, in its its own beauty, you know? I, um... And then, like, with spirituality, even, like, learning about other... People. types of spirituality that people practice it's it's beautiful yeah and i feel like they all have the sim- similar theme yeah for sure um so i feel like in the end when the absolute truth is finally revealed to us mm-hmm. who knows when that's gonna happen i feel like it's gonna be pretty much the same thing like everyone yeah everyone's got their own interpretations on it, but it's going to narrow down and, and I feel like we're all just going to be like, oh. I mean, yeah. In, <laughs> in our core, we're literally just bones. And blood. Yeah, but then the blood eventually goes away. Mm. Bones don't unless you like disintegrate, or, like grind them to dust. Yeah. We're literally just bones and atoms. Mm-hmm. So. And muscle and fat. <laughs> so much fat. And tendons. Oh, yeah, that too. I sorry. I'm picturing a chicken. <laughs> Yo. Chicken nuggets are good right now. Oh, I'm thinking like Jolly Bee Chicken. Oh, I had Jolly Bee Chicken on Friday. Wow, you're fucking bitch. Wow, that's why I wasn't there on Friday. Because I was eating Jolly Bee. Thanks, it's okay. Vivian. It's okay. I uh, had a <laughs> um, you had a, a sausage. Uh-huh. Mm. So when we're talking about energy, right? Yeah. How do you explain ghosts? Energy that hasn't returned to the Ooh, energy that's stuck, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then, like, maybe the longer they're stuck. The more agitated. Oh. Yeah. But then how do you explain skinwalkers? I don't want to get into that because it's a very different spiritual, cultural Uh, thing. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. So I don't want to disrespect um, that. Mm. Because it is its own culture and belief. Like the people of a specific um, culture believe in skinwalkers. And it's very, very different from, like, what people really believe them to be. Mm. So. Okay, good call. Um, but ghosts, right? Yeah. Uh, and then, and then I, I guess, even, like, angels? I don't know why I thought of zombies. Uh, I mean, zombies aren't real. Yeah. But if, they, if they were to be real... Uh, it's chemical. 
It's literally a biological a warfare. According to The Last of Us. Mm. Yeah. Is it also The Walking Dead? Is that how it started? No. Did he ever find out how it started? I forget. It's been a while. Oh, man. Oh, That's going to bother me. I'm going to have to look it up later. Yeah, I'm going to have to rewatch some stuff. I love The Walking Dead. Man, I still never finished it. <sighs> it's so long, but I like know. I had to stop at a certain season because something happened that I don't like. And it's been really hard to get back on it. I think I know, because you talked about this and complained about it to me and then made me watch it. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. It's okay. I won't spoil it unless you want me to, and I'll I do it off air. I do want you to spoil it for me, okay. so do it while I'm cooking. Okay. Cool. Um, Jinx! <laughs> Ready? One, two, three. Blue. TV. Blue TV. It's not going to be the same thing as you. I already know it. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. The blues, summer blues. I turned pretty... Oh. <laughs> Sorry, that's all my mind is consumed of. Uh, oh. Blue's Clues. The summer I turned pretty. Ready? Okay. One, two, three. Steve. Conrad. Oh. Why? Con- because Blue's Clues. Steve. Oh. Steven. Sorry, I, when I think of blue, I think of Conrad. When I think of red, I think of Jeremiah. But Jeremiah has really blue eyes. I know, but his personality is it's red. It's so red. It's so he's red. He's a fucking red jeep. He's a, you know what I've observed? He's red. He's a red I've, flag. He's I, a walking red flag. I have observed that guys, mm-hmm. and I guess girls, sure. What? What are you going to say about jeeps? No, no, no. Okay. Guys and girls who have a red colored car or like the color red Oh. Tend to be very hot-headed. Oh. You said hot and paused for a second, and I was... Because, I mean, they are pretty hot. But, like, hot-headed, stubborn, temperamental, like... Not necessarily necessarily a red flag, but have red flag tendencies. What is Jeremiah's... uh, Oh, astrological birth chart? Yeah. Oh, he's... Definitely 100% giving Aries moon because he's got anger issues. Mm. But I think his sun sign, he, he might be a Sag. That's a lot of fire. Yeah. Wait. Or a Leo. He might be a Leo. That he gives off Leo. Um, In the book, he's like so obsessed with Sab. He's a Leo. Because like he's also very outgoing, very super friendly, loves adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, so I said Steve, you said Conrad. One, two, three. Belly. Belly. (laughs) Okay, good, 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 good. Excellent. You just wanted to find me in the end, because you love me. So speaking of birth charts and astrology, why don't we dive into astrology, my favorite topic. Oh, yeah. I bought, well... Megan bought me a book. I was going to say, bitch, who paid for that shit? Megan bought me an astrology book. When did she get it for you? On my birthday. Oh, my God. It's... Tell me more about Megan. So She's Meg- amazing, right? Megan is 5'2". Her uh-huh. birthday is 5'18". Yeah. And she's... Di- uh, 
And this is an astrology book <gasps> Yo. called A Beginner's Guide to Astrology. I love astrology. Why do I love astrology? Because Why? it's just so, it's so fucking fascinating. It, it helps you um, filter out the red flags based off of their birth date and their I time mean, of not birth. Not necessarily. I still get it wrong. I still get it wrong. Let's yeah. be real. Or you just don't listen. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm stubborn. Because I'm what? I'm an, an Aries. Aries. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just such a fascinating topic. And there's so many different avenues yeah. to like explore and dive into and it just it feels very infinite and I love that yeah I think it's so fascinating from just like a personality standpoint I always like learning a little bit about myself so there was a point where I was literally taking every single personality test on the planet (laughs) so the um personality tests are fun the trying to figure out my birth chart um the numerology shit um, like literally trying to figure out every goddamn thing about myself. And obviously, like as humans, we're going to cling to the first thing that relates to us. So I'm just like, oh, yeah. the entire thing. Wow, that's so me. Because <laughs> everything is about me. <laughs> I'm the main character of my story. Or maybe it's because like we were fond of learning new things about people. Not necessarily like making friends because... Sometimes socializing is hard. But, like, learning about people, because people are fascinating creatures. Yes, yes. Like, they're fascinating. It, like, just thinking about it in your own household, right? Uh Uh-huh. It, your parents created three human beings, and those three human beings are all different. Oh, heck yeah. And unique, and, like, that's so fucking fascinating. Like, (laughs) how? is fascinating. Even with twins. Even with twins. Yeah. Like, they look the same, but they're still so different. Yeah. And then, like, even going to, like, animals. Like, we, you can have, like, ten cats, and they're all going to have different personalities. Exactly. Okay, so I have a quiz for you. Mm-hmm. You're going to go through every single sign and give me three words to describe them. Every single sign? Yeah. That way, you know, whoever's listening can be like, oh, I'm a whatever. I'm so, yeah, that one. But before we can dive into each sign, I think it's good to just learn a little bit about what astrology is. Tell us, mommy. Tell us. The history of it, even. Tell us, mommy Um, star. Okay. Let me see what I'm going to read here because I can't can't read the whole thing. It's just going to be a lot. Astrology can be defined as the study of the celestial bodies in our solar system and how their placement and movement affects us here on Earth. It is the practice of interpreting the planet's patterns, the ways they interact with one another, and what that means when it comes to how they influence who we are and how we live. Is it real? The foundation of astrology is based on astronomy. The real science that applies physics, maths, and chemistry to the study of the celestial bodies outside of the Earth's atmosphere. Astronomy is how we know that the Earth orbits the sun, that the nearest star is actually close to 6 trillion miles away, and that there are more than 200 billion galaxies in our universe. And those are just the ones we can see. 
but astrology takes these fundamentals of astronomy, of constellations and planets, their placement and movement, and steeps it in symbolism, mythology, and metaphysics. Yeah, so I think it's really important to highlight from that, which I thought was really interesting, um, that there is some science behind it, like physics, mm -hmm. um, math, astro astronomy, but also there's part that's very, very human-influenced, right? Like mythology, um, metaphysics, right? Because metaphysics, it's all theory. Mm -hmm. um, it hasn't been proven yet, yeah. right? But that's also the thing, yet. I forgot which scientist it was that actually followed the stars so religiously. Oh. oh? So they have a little history part, which oh. I really like. Tell me, tell me, I'm curious. Um, okay, where should I start? <laughs> um, like, who are some people that we know from history that believed in it? So, in this book, it says, uh, From Babylonia to the Enlightenment is the title. Um, its seeds seem to have first been planted by the Babylonians, who as skilled astronomers divided the zodiac in 12 parts based on the constellations that the sun seemed to move in front of throughout the year. The ast their astronomical and astrological ideas were put into practice by the Egyptians, hmm. who believed planetary movements could be predictive. Alexander the Great conquered Egypt around 330 BC, thus introducing astrology to the ancient Greeks who put their spin on it. They laid out the 12 parts of the zodiac oh. into the equal-sized slices of pie of the zodiac wheel that we still reference today, even though, because of the Earth's movement, they no longer match exactly with the constellations they were named for. It is believed that it was around this time that the constellations... It is believed <laughs> that it was around this time that a more horoscopic element was added. Emphasis was placed on individual birth charts, and the Greeks applied their ideas behind the four elements. Wait, can we pause for a second? Yeah. When you mentioned there are 12 constellations, like, it just, like, it makes so much sense. The Greek god, there's 12 of them. Wow. Wait, my brain just went, like, went, like, <laughs> that's so great. I never thought of it that way, because they don't yeah. teach it to you like that. Because mm -hmm. obviously they have their myth, yeah, and like their own stories, and even even uh, just the study of astrology, there's different belief systems within it. Of course, because so, I remember playing Assassin's Creed Origins, and that was all about like yeah, the obviously um, the stars were a very very big part of it because as the main character, you were constantly looking for constellations. Because mm -hmm. I I've heard it I've heard it explained like there's a thing called Vedic astrology, and then there's a Western astrology. So yeah, interesting. It it becomes like very convoluted. Yeah, yeah. But wow. sorry to interrupt you. I no, just, no, you're good. You're I good. had to like literally pull out my phone. How many gods and goddesses are there? And I just <laughs> that my I'm gonna yeah. I have to process that because that is so cool. <laughs> so yeah, the ancient Greeks that put their spin on it. I, I love Greek mythology. It's I like love one of, it's it too. one of my favorite things to study in college. It's so fascinating. I adored it so much. 
Um, blah, 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 where was that? It is believed that it was around this time that a more horoscopic element was added. Emphasis was placed on individual birth charts, and the Greeks applied their ideas behind the four elements, fire, earth, air, water. Which you, blah, blah, blah. Um, to the zodiac, which became the basis of Western astrology we think of today. Its popularity spread throughout the Middle East and into Europe, but it wasn't until the 18th century when a premium was placed on science that more mystical practices like astrology fell out of favor. Astrology rose in popularity once again at the end of the 19th century, along with renewed interest in spiritualism and continued to gain momentum throughout the 20th century when it took on a more psychological tone. Ah. Noted Swiss psychiatrist Carl Jung was deeply intrigued by astrology and considered its information to be a psychological description of character. That's crazy, because you don't learn that Carl Jung... Why? (laughs) His work and studies of astrology, psychology, and the collective unconscious helped shape astrology as we know it now. Today, and this is kind of where there's, like, the convolution happens, because once something goes mainstream, it's a little Mm. bit harder to take seriously. That's so true. Um, Especially when it's, like, specifically, like, product astrology or content astrology, Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're an Aquarius, you're a fucking Tom Collins... That's your alcohol, like, I love alcohol. Uh, The the proliferation of sun sign horoscopes, which were simplified and molded for use in daily newspapers, over the last century have given way to a much more comprehensive view of astrology. Rather Mm. than the simplistic and predictive practice that it had been boiled down to for the last several decades via daily horoscopes. That also... I feel like that heavily, heavily contributes to the misconception of what astrology yeah. is because of this whole daily horoscope thing. Yep. Everyone's like, oh, what's my horoscope today? Oh, my day must be like this. Yeah. Like, absolutely yeah. not. Because astrology is not meant to control your life. No. It's meant to be as a guide. It's meant to be as a way of connecting with the spiritual realm. Yeah. It's a tool. Yeah, a tool. Like, yeah. that. I really like that. Because it's not something you subscribe to. It's just, you use it mm-hmm. if you ever need guidance. Exactly. And that's where that misconception is. Where Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're never going to read this, can I read this? I've been reading it. I, it just, it takes a while for me to really get into something, okay? How many pages have you, how many, how many days have you been stuck on this page? I've been, I've been on page... 19 for a while. Oh, nice. I'm on, um, uh, I think this is Aries. Because mm, okay. it, it, it uh, goes through each sign. Okay. Um, astrology is now considered a powerful framework for better understanding ourselves yeah. and our human experience. That's what I believe astrology to be. Yeah. There, there's a part here that I liked. Um, We can regard it as a mind-boggling mystical art while still appreciating its use as a practical tool 
mm. for self-awareness yeah, and I a like greater that. understanding of humanity itself. In short, astrology is as real as it feels to you and as real as you want to make it. Oh, I like that a so lot. So again, free will. Yeah. Like it's it's not something that's being forced down your throat yeah. like other organizations that I was <laughs> part of at one point. And then like a so like that was just the introduction. Yeah. So like on top of astrology, now you're getting into the nitty-gritty of it. There's a birth chart, there's planets, there's the signs, there's the houses, and then there's the houses. So, like, what does it all mean? Like, literally, it's its own episode itself. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't want to read. Your birth chart is well, the start, skeleton. Yeah, because, like, each, you have your planets, right? And yes. And you, you have a sign for each mm-hmm. planet. Each planet represents a different aspect of your life, right? You have uh, Mercury, that's communication. You have Mars, that's your, what, passion, emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there? Venus, love, obviously. And mm-hmm. that, again, goes back to that mythology of the Greeks and the Romans, yeah. right? Yeah. Because what? Venus is the goddess of love. Also. The same way, what her name, whatever her name is, Aphrodite. Also, like, when you think about it, right? So, like, if astrology isn't real, why is it when there is a full moon out, hospital workers are going, like, in panic mode? You know what I mean? Is there a statistic on that? I'm pretty sure. I'm just curious. That's cool. Or like, um, like crazy things tend to happen when there's a full moon out. Well, it's not the full moon. I'm thinking daylight saving. Because of like, um, uh, the the gravitational force of the moon. Of the moon, and the then moon. like it being so full, it can influence person's behavior i mean there it is that physics right i'm i'm thinking uh like daylight savings which i guess it, it could it can relate to your internal biological clock because mm-hmm. um, it, it can affect you it affects us yeah makes like us more are, tired there are higher chances of stroke and um, cardiac arrest mm. during um, daylight saving with astrology and the planets it's like you said, yeah, they, it, each planet represents a part of our personality, and the houses are kind of like mm-hmm. our um, aspect of life. Because I know, like, your mm-hmm. first house is always going to be after your rising. Mm-hmm. Like, your first house is always your rising, and then it goes chronologically after that. Yeah. And it's like the fourth house is family. Like, there's a different aspect mm-hmm. of your life that each of the houses are related to. Exactly. Um, I like how they defined birth chart. It says, your birth chart is a map ah. of our solar system celestial bodies at the exact time of your birth. It is what reveals your sun sign and so much more. Uh, and then the planets, so there are 10 celestial bodies in our solar system that are considered planets by astrology. They include the two luminaries, the sun and the moon, as well as the other eight planets that orbit the sun. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. Each planet represents an element of the human experience. For example, Mercury rules communication. Jupiter represents growth. 
And I'm also thinking about, like, just generationally, right? Mm. We have generations. You have your boomers. You have your gen whatever Z. You have your gen X or millennials, Millennials, right? If you think about the planet, the last three planets, not including Pluto, sorry, like, those are considered generational planets. And Mm -hmm. they don't change for, like, 10, 15, 20 years. Mm -hmm. So you have this group of people who were born between 1920 and 1950, whatever. um, And they're, you know, one generation because they're, I don't know, fucking Neptune is in a specific Mm -hmm. constellation. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really interesting how, like, that kind of, I want to say correlate, mm-hmm. right? Uh, right? Causation isn't, what is it? Correlation is not causation mm-hmm. and back whatever, vice versa. Mm-hmm. I just think it's cool. It's so cool. It's so fascinating. Um, let's see what they have here for the house. Uh, much like your chart is divided into 12 signs of the zodiac, it is also divided into 12 overlapping houses. Each one represents a different area of life, from home to career to belief systems and more. A planet will express its energy through the sign that it falls under and in the house or the area of life that it occupies. For instance... I was going to ask for an example. (laughs) If a person has Mercury in the fifth house, which rules creativity... They will likely use the written or spoken word as a means of self-expression. So, if my Mercury is in Pisces in the fourth house, what does that mean? The fourth house is one of the foundation of family, of how we make a home for ourselves, both literal and figurative. It covers full circle of our lives, past, present, future our relationships to our parents, nostalgia we experienced growing up, what our home felt like in childhood. So a Mercury in Pisces, that means you communicate very dreamlike, very, like, poetic, very, um, like, it would make sense because you're a writer, so you're just good with your words, and you're very, um, the word that comes to mind is Delulu, but <laughs> you just you have a you have a really interesting, unique way of talking about family life and home. Is Call what me I, Madame Delulu. What I gather. Cool. Like, okay. Yeah. So signs, three okay. traits. Okay, so I guess we'll start with Aries. Um, Aries is the first. Uh, three traits that mm-hmm. would describe an Aries. Yeah. Um, loud. Yep. Um, stubborn. Okay. I feel like I could say stubborn for a lot of them, though, honestly. So, uniquely Aries. Uniquely Aries. Uh, passionate. Hmm. Like, action-oriented. Okay. That's, that's like, more than three. Loud, action-oriented, and passionate. Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. What's the next one? Taurus? Taurus, I would say... Hmm. 
try and not be biased. I was going to say. Um, what's the word? I want to say material. Materialistic. Yeah. Because yeah, every tourist I know, regardless of other placements, care a lot about their appearance. And what they have. And what they have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that the same as luxurious? Yeah. Okay. So, okay, materialistic. I could also say they're they're very stubborn. But if I had to choose who's the most stubborn, it would probably be Taurus. Mm. Very stubborn. Like, I feel like also out of all the earth signs, they're very laid back, generally. Yeah, the word that was coming to mind was chill. Yeah, chill. They're super chill, like go with the flow. Yeah, like very grounded. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense that they're also very stubborn because they're the bull. But between the three earth signs, the Tauruses are more fun mm. than Virgos and Capricorns, usually. Like they just they're just more easygoing than yeah. those other two. I yeah. would in, I, I, I would say absolutely agree. Um so yeah, what did we say? Materialistic chill Stubborn and chill. <laughs> a um, combo. Gemini? Yeah. Tell me about Geminis. Chatty. Very chatty. Okay. They love to chat. They love small talk, but they also love to get into like intellectual conversations too. They okay. they love to learn. Okay. Chatty, learner, and? How would you describe someone that has a lot of groups of friends? Like, they, they don't just stick to one click. Um, social floater. Social. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cancer. Because, again, it, the, it's hard to just put it down to three because men and women differ as well yeah, in their signs. Yeah, absolutely. So... Trying to find one, one words that would encompass both the ge- the generic traits of the sign. Does that make sense? Yeah, anyway. yeah. <laughs> um, cancers are homemakers. They're, mm. they're homebodies for sure. Um, they they're also chill, but in a way that's like. Only with people they're really comfortable with. Okay. Um, so, was that three already? Two. Homemakers, homebodies. Oh. <laughs> Maybe that is three. Homemakers, homebodies, and small social battery. No. that's mm, Introverted? Kind of, yeah. I would say they're the most introverted signs among all of them. Okay. Um, but then, again, this is just a sun sign because you have an entire birth chart yeah. that creates who you are. So there could be a cancer who appears to be outgoing because of maybe their rising. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. But typically cancers are homemakers in, in a way where they enjoy cooking they enjoy um, doing things around the house, but not in a chore way. Yeah. Okay. Um, they prefer to be around the comforts of their own home, whether that's their environment or yeah, people. Yeah, with their family, with their closest yeah. friends. Okay, that makes sense. Like, it, it's very hard for them to 
step out of the comfort zone. Yeah, like a Gemini would. Mm. Like a Gemini friend would call their cancer friend and be like, hey, you want to go check out this club? And the cancer friend would be like, uh, looking for who's going to be there? Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah. Um, um, Leo. Leo's. Leo's are the center of attention folk. Mm. They... They love attention. Okay. Um, and they are also very outgoing. Yeah. Um, they also tend to be really good looking. Like, if you are a Leo or have Leo placements, you, know you are nine times out of ten very good looking. Yeah. Or or maybe maybe you don't necessarily physically look good but there's something about you that's like Whoa. it's the confidence the confidence it's the confidence i'm telling you confidence changes everything yes when i found confidence i went from a 5 to like a solid 7.5 at all times Ooh. even when i look like trash 7.5 bitch <laughs> thank you so yeah they're confident um was that 3 yeah yeah Virgos. Virgos. Happy Virgo season, y'all. Yes. Happy Virgos. I actually really love Virgos. At least the ones that I'm, I've met so far. I... Virgos are so funny. They're funny in a sarcastic way. Yes. Um, they also love, love to be petty. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, if you ever get into a fight with any sign... Don't get into a fight with a Virgo. Pray that it's not a fucking Virgo or mm-hmm. have Virgo placements because you're going to get your ass beat. <laughs> Physically, emotionally, mentally. It's more, it's more verbal. Yeah, it's so more it so emotionally. verbal. Yeah, and I feel like it's harder to recover when oh, yeah. it's emotional or mental because that's your ego. Yeah, because if you get physically hurt, you can just patch it up or get a cast or whatever. Yeah. But the... Damn, Virgo's being... Wasn't damage, okay. Get a yeah. cast, but they don't so, life. So they're they're either really they like they either really love you and and like make you laugh or or the opposite. <laughs> True. Um, I feel like they're also very detail oriented. Yes. A lot of times a lot of times Virgos um are like creatures of habit. Yeah, they're very, very organized, I find. Yeah. Like, every single Virgo I know, like, they, There's a tendency to be neat freaks. That, and, like, they just, they have to have things a certain way. Yes. You know? Yep. And if it fucks up with, like, you know, the rhythm of things, it gets frustrating. Yeah. Um, Libras. I love Libras. I love Libras because I'm a rising in Libra. Libras are... Do you have any Libra placements? Like They're so... Mm. Uh, they just get on with everybody. Mm-hmm. And they they don't like to stir up shit. Yeah. They just are. They are the shit. You know, like they're just unapologetically Amazing. Cool. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I would say Libras are... Harmonious. Yes. Very, very harmonious. They will go with the flow with everything. They're also, I feel like, the most indecisive signs. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Um, They just, they bring balance to everything. Yeah. I feel. 
Um, and because they are air signs, they just, they're, they're good about going with the flow and they don't, mm. they also usually have really great style, like a unique sense of style, but it always looks so good. Mm. Because when you think about it, Libra is ruled by Venus and Venus is all about, you know, beauty and and love and like passion. Yeah, so if you have if you have Libra and Taurus placements, you're you're blessed. <laughs> Leo's, you're welcome. <laughs> um, but yeah, Libra. What's after Libra? Scorpio. Yeah, Scorpio. Mm. Scorpios are secretive. Oh, Scorpions. Yeah, very secretive. Um, secretive in a way where it's like, if you go up to somebody that has a Scorpio placement and you're like, hey, how's it going? They'd be like, good. What do you want to know? So they're always suspicious? Yeah. Like, there's like an underlying, like, like, I'm good. Why? Why do you want to know that? What'd you do over the weekend? Uh, hung out. Do you Why think you there's, like, um, people with, uh, what is it called, Scorpio placements are very, not just suspicious, but, like, they believe that everyone has a, like, hidden agenda? Okay. Yeah. Like, there's a bit of paranoia there. Interesting. Why? I don't know. That's just how they are. That's why they're secret. That's why your mom bears something. Because she's full of secrets. Um, Literally, because your mom is a Scorpio. Yeah. (laughs) They're also very into taboo shit. They freaky. Yes. Your mama's a freak. Please, please (laughs) do not. She's an animal. Um, I would love to know my mom's birth chart because there's she's just such an interesting person. I want to figure out my mom. I know she's a double Leo though. Oh, shit. That's that why, makes sense. That's why I don't get along with her. That makes sense. She's extra Leo. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Because um, mom is surprisingly antisocial. So it's not her Scorpio that's... Like, she... Because, like, growing up, I always thought she was so outgoing and bubbly. But, mm-hmm. but now realizing, like, she doesn't do well with new people. Interesting. She, she even even people that she's known for a long time but hasn't seen in a while, if they mm-hmm. ask to come over, she's like, no, I don't want them here. She definitely has a Virgo placement somewhere. <laughs> she is, that is such a Virgo thing to do. Yeah. Oh, they haven't checked up on me? I don't want them here. <laughs> no, but, like, not even that. Like, she just, like, even people that she gets along with, like, sometimes if she's not in the mood, she does not want to hang out. That just sounds like a woman thing to do. And, like, she, she would <laughs> rather just stay home and watch TV all day. Or a geriatric thing to do. <laughs> That's what my mom does. Oh. I don't want to. I'm, I'm lazy. But Scorpios are also very fun. If, if you are close with a Scorpio, they're, they're good to be around. They're fun. Mm. Like, if they feel comfortable and they trust you, they're fun. Okay, okay. Uh, Sagittarius. Sagittarius. Oh, um, Sagittarius. That's going to come for you. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you call me? Yeah, those are only the 
unevolved Sagittarius. No, Sagittarius, I love Sagittarius. I get along with them very well, um, male and female. They are adventurous, mm. impulsive, mm. Uh, but they're, they're also very fun-loving creatures. Ah. They, like they, they have enough fire in them, but not too much that it's annoying. Yeah. And they, they love their independence. Yeah. You cannot tell them what to do, what to wear, where to go. Like, you just need to let them be. <laughs> okay. And then when you give them that space, it's like, then they feel like, oh, I want to be around you. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Capricorn. Uh, what I have observed with Capricorns is they're very ambitious. Mm, oh, yeah. Uh, goal-oriented, like, yeah. Uh, Definitely see that. And I feel like a lot of times they're old souls. Like, they're, they're not, they're not, they're not too, they're like, they're not too crazy. Okay. Um, obnoxious or anything like that. But they, they know how to have fun when they feel up to it. Okay, that makes sense. You know, like, okay, old souls, like, they, they would prefer to just, like, sit around and watch a game. Like, that's fun enough for them. I was, like, thinking, well, my dad definitely liked that. <laughs> but, yeah, that makes I sense. I feel like your dad might also have Sag in him because he... He was the cuss. Mm. So it could be a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, Aquarius. Mm. Mm-hmm. Aquariuses are, like, the wild child of the Zodiacs. <laughs> They're... Um, super unique and just out of this world, like, like if there were any sign that rebels were actually aliens, it would be the Aquarius. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. They're they're rebels for sure. They like to stick to their own drum. Rebellious thinkers. Wait, what? They like to stick to the beat of their own drum. Yeah. Um, revolutionary type people. Hot. Nice. They're the ones out in the streets with the pickets shouting for change. I love that. And they usually have either a fire sign friend or uh, uh, air friend with them mm. in the picket line. That makes sense. Um, PCs. PCs. That's a water sign, baby. Mm-hmm. Tell um, me about me. <laughs> Pisces. They are delusional. Oh. I don't know. Well, you do have a lot of Pisces placements. So. Delusional in a good way and a bad way. You know, dreamy. Idealistic. Duality. Yeah. I- idealistic because that can be a positive or a negative. Yeah. I- yeah. Idealistic to a fault. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, well then. No, but yeah, they're delusional, but it like, yeah, they're delusional. <laughs> Thank you. And what are the other two? But not, not in the sense of like, oh my gosh, she's so crazy. She needs to go to like Delusional in the way hospital. that like. <laughs> not like no, that. No, like they, they're very positive, very idealistic. Yeah. Optimistic, not positive, optimistic. Yeah, optimistic. Um, they are 
usually very creative. Mm-hmm. Um, highly intuitive people. Mm. Like, super. Like, they just have, their intuition is just, like, 100% all the time. Even when they don't realize that it's being activated, it is. Like, if you have a Pisces friend who says, ooh, I don't trust her. You listen to that friend. Exactly. Like, I don't have a good feeling about this. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. You listen to that friend. I, um, I knew someone who is a Pisces, and they tend to have, like, premonitions and stuff. Mm. And it makes sense. It makes sense because she is a water sign, and it just makes sense. Highly intuitive. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all of them? That's all of them. Wow. Wow. But now with astrology, you have a your sun sign. Yeah. Your rising and your moon. Okay. So how about you tell me about my big three, and then you tell me about your big three. Okay. Okay, ready? So tell me about me first. Pisces sun. Okay. Gemini moon. Libra rising. So your sun is your personality. That is who you are at your core, right? Mm -hmm. The sun. Everything revolves around the sun. Your rising is kind of the mask that you put up for other people. That's how you want to be perceived, right? So your internal personality is one way, but the way you act and behave around other people is another, right? Everybody has their own outward personality. And then your moon is like your emotions, your intuition, your moods, right? How you handle all of those things. Mm -hmm. So, Pisces sun. Well, first and foremost, you are a Delulu girl. Thank you. Hate to break it to you, but you are. Thanks. Um, Would you agree that you're a hopeless romantic? You know, as an adult and as someone who's being more honest with herself, the answer is yes. Five years ago, I would absolutely deny that. Would you say that you respect honesty, like, with all your might and soul? Yes. And then would you say that you love to show up for people? Yes. (laughs) So, yeah, that's you. That's your your personality. Okay. Um, You're also very creative, um, highly intuitive. You're spiritual. Um, it, it doesn't um, surprise me that you're into tarot cool. and crystals because it's, it's uh, something that Pisces are usually dabbling in. Huh. Um, and then what did you say? Gemini? Gemini moon. Oh, this makes sense. Yeah. Known for her love for learning. Yeah. Um, and mental stimulation. So. Yeah. Your moon is all about how you express your emotion, right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to doing that, you you tend to do it in a logical, intellectual way. Yes. Like, I think, oh my God, that makes sense, you know? She has a natural affinity for reading, which feeds her ever-curious Like, I don't like being able to express my emotions, and I have to find a logical way to explain them. 
Yeah. Like I need to have. And the thing, the thing about Gemini moons is in order for you to really process how you're feeling, you have to constantly talk about it. Oh my God. So, and it doesn't matter to who you're talking it with. It could be a therapist. It could be your friend, your family, your pet, a journal, yourself in front of the mirror. You record yourself talking and then you listen back to it. Oh, cringe. No, but like that's what helps you. That helps me process. It helps you regulate your emotions. That, the best way. You know, that's why I have healthier coping mechanisms, because now I do that. It's good. Yay! So not only are you a Pisces sun, which makes you already intuitive, but your Gemini moon makes you aware that your intuition is strong. Wow, where was this intuition, like, ten years ago? Full-proof radar. Well, mind you, maybe you were not as evolved then as you are now. Man, my personality's a dumb bitch. Well, listen, that's the thing about life right? Experiences help us learn and grow. Mm-hmm. And so if not having those experiences, you wouldn't be who you are now. So true. My intuition's on point now. <laughs> exactly. And sometimes, actually, no, I take that back. A lot of the times when a spiritual awakening happens, it's oh. due to a tower moment that happens in your life. And when I say that, I mean, when something really shitty happens to you and causes trauma, so and my then dad dying. and then suddenly you're like, "What is the meaning of life?" Yeah, that is the birth of a spiritual awakening. Thanks, Dad. And it just keeps going from there. And once you get to that point, it's like your divine self wakes up. And then your spirit guides and all of the forces that we can like, see she's awake. come through she's awake. full force. And then you start seeing repeating numbers. And then you start seeing the synchronicities. It's crazy. Everything. It's crazy shit. Like even random music that, like if you're thinking a thought and then you turn on the radio and it's music that somehow relates to yes. the thought that you're thinking. It's like, or like your universe? iPod is on shuffle and then it comes out and you're just like... <gasps> and then you get the goosebumps. And you're just like, bitch, how did you know? Like, shh. Or like, I was missing my dad so bad that I go to sleep and I dream, I dream about him. Like, mm. And we're like hugging it out in my dream and I wake up and I'm like... Bitch, oh! don't make me cry. I'm sorry. I'm it, on my period. True story. Oh my <laughs> God. Sorry. Stop it. Tell me about my rising. Um, oh, what was your rising? Libra. Libra. Oh, I'm a Libra rising. Libra risings are 10 out of 10. Thank you. Usually really good looking people. Oh my God. Thank you, Venus. Thank you. Um, they're all for balance and justice. Yes. And they want everything to be fair and square. Yes. You know, they don't like drama. No. And when there is drama, they're usually trying to... Squash it. Exactly. Go away. Give me back my peace. Exactly. Mm. And we, mm. we just, we get along with everybody. We really do. You're Libra rising, right? Yeah. That's why we're so great. Yeah. I'm a Libra <laughs> rising and I have a lot of Pisces placements. That's why we get along. And because you're, never mind. <laughs> yeah, because I'm an Aries. We're elite. Yeah. Um, anyway, tell me about your, what, tell me about an Aries sun. So I'm an Aries sun, Libra mm-hmm. rising, Virgo bitch moon. moon. <gasps> Honestly, <laughs> I You're too think, nice to be a bitch. 
To me. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. on, I'm the bitch in this relationship. In both ways. Huh? I don't know. <laughs> Aries. Um, I'm an Aries rising. Sun. Whoa. See, I, I think I your think birth chart more. I think an Aries rising is thinking of me because why the fuck did I just say that? Do anyway. you know any Aries risings? Um, I do. Oh shit. Anyway, who is it? Doesn't matter. I'm an Aries sun, Libra rising, Virgo on the moon. Okay. <laughs> um, and I think there's a reason why our sun rising and moon are the way they are because. Life is all about balance, right? Mm-hmm. So your Pisces sun makes you delusional, but your Gemini moon keeps you logical. Oh, and then my Libra is keeping everything in balance. Yeah. Bitch. Because what is the rising? The rising is your... The mask you put up for everybody. To so see. the way you want so, everyone to view So me. how you, the people that you attract are hopefully usually well balanced that balances you out is how I would interpret it so that's why um that's why we're social floaters I feel like yeah um but then you have other placements that are all Pisces or air yeah literally everything is Pisces and air and I have one Sag placement because like it it all it all it's all connected and it all I really wish there was a video. <laughs> and it, it's all connected because it's supposed to keep us um, in check with one another, like with yeah. some placements. Um, my Aries sun makes me loud. Yep. Obnoxious. Oh, yeah. Um, out, super outgoing. Mm-hmm. But... That's like too much fire, so it has to be balanced out with something like a Virgo moon, which is we're pragmatic, hypercritical, mm. overthinkers. Yep. Um, what else? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that that's what gets me into trouble a lot with mm. my emotions. You're overthinking. And overanalyzing, like... And your Libra arising is probably like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. And the Aries, because you're all fire and passion, you're just increasing that overthinkingness Mm -hmm. internally. Because that's what you are at your core. Yeah. But it's weird, though. I was at the nail salon, and I was talking to this girl, and she happened to be Scorpio, and she asked me, she's like, are you you a Cancer? You, You give off water... Because you have a lot of Pisces. And I'm just like, me? A water sign? (laughs) Because you're very in tune with your emotions, too. Yeah. I mean, what's your... um, I think, honestly... Your Mercury is in Pisces, no? Yeah. I think think my Virgo moon keeps me grounded enough from, like, going completely off the hinges with my Aries and Libra. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But... Not so much to the ground that I'm boring, so I may, that's why I have Aries in me. Yeah. And, like, the social butterfly in me is the Libra, I feel. Honestly, I'm just so glad we're compatible, because that would suck if you sucked. I mean, no it goes back to you're part of my soul family, so. Just admit it. 
Lulu Luck. Everything man. is connected and everything is created the way that it is for a reason. Right. You love me. There's a big purpose here, a big picture that we can't quite fully see. But I'm the best. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, there's so much to learn with astrology and so many things. So cool to and so fascinating. Dive into. Also, um, if you want me to analyze your birth chart, DM High Table Talk because she will go in on your ass and perceive the fuck out of you. Yeah, I'll, um, you can Venmo sell me or private private um, birth chart it? analysis cash, cash, cash out. So I'll only charge twenty dollars and, and I'll analyze everything for you. Oh my god. If you want a tarot reading, hit me up. I'm also doing Oh my god, $20. talk about tarot. We don't have time for tarot. Just 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 do it. We have a lot that we're gonna cut down anyway. I don't want I'm hungry. <laughs> um, I read tarot cards for funsies and I also and she's use really that good as a guide for all of my problems. Yeah. Tarot is also a tool. Go to therapy. Some people pull a tarot card. Some people like me do both. Yeah, you know? I think there's a lot of stigma behind it because it's like, ooh, that's divination, that's bad, it's evil. But, but the intention's not there. Exactly. Everything is with intention. Everything is intentional. Honestly, uh, because, you know, life is the duality of things, right? Mm-hmm. There's light magic and dark magic. I'm using it as light magic. Exactly, because the intention you're putting behind it is a is for good. Yeah. It's not something uh, to benefit. It, it's not like a selfish yeah. thing that you're benefiting from or you're you're doing harm to somebody because, like, the universe isn't like that. Yeah. So, to end on that note. <laughs> what is it? If it resonates, keep it with you. If it doesn't, just throw it away, honey. <laughs> the fucking video. Just throw it away. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So if if you listened all the way to the end, congrats. 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 You You finally get the OnlyFans link. It's www.516mizel is (laughs) (laughs) Megan Dash. What should I have for dinner? Um, you should have this pussy. Oh, um, my wait. God. <laughs> what? Disgusting. Also, oh, I need to yell at you and Lion. What? Oh. Oh. About Peck Peck? Oh, my God. If I get another cat, I'm going to name it Peck Peck. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Peck Peck. Nandita Nakame. Hi, Peck Peck. How you doing, baby girl? Let me pet you, Peck Peck. <laughs> Isn't there a cartoon? This is my oh, friend, Peck Peck. Oh, Peck Peck is so dirty. Let's wash Peck Peck. See <laughs> at the owl. Ooh. Why were you laughing so much yesterday? What happened? I don't know. I don't know. My dog died. <laughs> what the fuck, bitch? I love you, Pudge. Love you, Pudge. This episode is dedicated to Pudge. When was he born? <laughs> Trying to find out his, like... Yeah. Um, July 13th, 2010. 
he's a cancer. That makes so much sense. Oh, baby Such boy. an emotional creature. Coco's a Libra. Kuro's a Pisces. Jelly was, we think, an Aquarius, which makes sense. Oh. Anyway, time for dinner. <laughs> So many, so many things to get into with astrology. I love it. So tell me why Pisces and Aries are compatible. They just are. Yeah. Yeah. It just works. It just works? Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye, guys.